0: Section 26 of The Obscure Night of the Soul by St. John of the Cross. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Book 2, Chapter 11. A Vehement Passion of Divine Love, the Fruit of These Sharp Afflictions of the Soul. With Anxious Love Inflamed. Here the soul speaks of the fire of love which in the night of painful contemplation seizes upon it as material fire on the fuel it burns this burning though to a certain extent resembling that which takes place in the sensitive part of the soul is still in one sense as different from it as the soul is different from the body the spiritual from the sensitive for this is a certain fire of love in the spirit whereby the soul in its dark trials, feels itself wounded to the quick by a certain impression and foretaste of God, though it understands nothing distinctly, because the intellect is in darkness. The mind is now conscious of a deep affection of love, for this spiritual burning produces the passion of it. And inasmuch as this love is infused in a special way, the soul corresponds only passively with it, and thus a strong passion of love is begotten within it. THIS LOVE HAS IN IT SOMETHING OF THE MOST PERFECT UNION WITH GOD, AND THUS PARTAKES IN SOME MEASURE OF ITS QUALITIES, WHICH ARE CHIEFLY ACTIONS OF GOD, IN THE SOUL, RATHER THAN OF THE SOUL, WHICH IS CONSENTING UNTO THEM IN SIMPLICITY AND LOVE. IT IS, HOWEVER, THE LOVE OF GOD ONLY, WHICH, UNITING ITSELF WITH THE SOUL, PRODUCES THIS WARMTH AND FORCE AND TEMPER AND PASSION, OR, AS THE SOUL CALLS IT, BURNING. The more the desires are restrained subdued and disabled for the enjoyment of the things of heaven and earth the more space does this love find for itself in the soul and the better dispositions for its reception so that it may unite itself with that soul and wound it this takes place during the dark purgation in a wonderful way for god has so weaned the faculties as they are now so recollected in him that they are unable to take pleasure as they like in anything whatever. All this is the work of God, wrought with a view to withdraw the faculties of the soul from all objects whatever, and to concentrate them upon himself, so that the soul may acquire greater strength and fitness for the strong union of love which God is communicating in the purgative way and in which the soul must love him with all its strength, and with all the desires of sense and spirit, which it could never do if the faculties thereof were dissipated by other satisfactions. The psalmist prepared himself thus for the strong love of the divine union, for he said, I will keep my strength for thee, that is, all my capacity, all the energy of my faculties and my desires, neither will I suffer them to rejoice in anything but thee here we may perceive in some degree how great and how vehement is this burning of love in the spirit when god gathers and collects together all the strength faculties and desires of the soul spiritual and sensitive so that their harmonious combination may direct all its energies and all its forces toward the real and perfect fulfillment of the first commandment of the law which comprehends within its scope the whole nature and gifts of man namely thou shalt love the lord thy god with all thy heart and with thy whole soul and with thy whole strength when all the desires and energies of the soul are thus recollected in this burning of love and the soul itself touched wounded and set on fire with love in them all What must the movements and affections of these desires and energies be, when they are thus wounded and burning with love, when that love does not satiate them, when they are in darkness and doubt about it, and suffering also, beyond all question, a more grievous hunger after it, in proportion to the past experiences of it? For the touch of this love, and of the divine fire, so dries up the spirit, and enkindles its desires for satisfying its thirst, that it turns upon itself a thousand times, and longs for God in a thousand ways, as David did when he said, For thee my soul hath thirsted, for thee my flesh, oh how many ways, that is, in desire. Another version reads, My soul thirsteth after thee, my soul is dying for thee. This is the reason why the soul says, with anxious love inflamed. In all its works and thoughts, employments and opportunities, the soul loves in many ways and longs after God. This longing is so manifold in its forms, always and everywhere abiding that the soul has no rest, feeling itself to be wounded, inflamed with anxiety, its then state is thus described by holy Job. As the servant longeth for the shade, As the hireling looketh for the end of his work, So I also have had empty months, And have numbered to myself wearisome nights. If I lie down to sleep I shall say, When shall I arise? And again I shall look for the evening, And I shall be filled with sorrows even till darkness. The soul is in perplexity. It cannot comprehend itself. Neither the things of heaven nor earth and is filled with sorrows even till darkness which, taking the words of Job in their spiritual sense, adapted to the subject before us, is pain and suffering, without the hope of light, or of any spiritual good. The anxieties of the soul while on fire with love is very great, because of their twofold origin. The spiritual darkness which envelops it is one, and afflicts it with doubts and misgivings. The love of God itself which burns within it is the other, and that inflames it marvelously, and excites it through the loving wound it has inflicted upon it. These two and simultaneous anxieties are thus referred to by the prophet, My soul hath desired thee in the night, that is, in my misery. This is one kind of pain which proceeds from the obscure night. Yea, and with my spirit within me in the morning early, I will watch to thee. This is the other suffering of desire and anxiety, which proceeds from love in the bowels of the spirit, That is the spiritual affections. The soul, however, is conscious amidst these obscure and loving anxieties of a certain companionship therein and interior strength, which is so great that, if the burden of this oppressive obscurity were removed, it would oftentimes feel itself desolate, empty, and weak. The reason is that the force and courage of the soul flow passively from the obscure fire of love, and so, when that fire ceases to envelop it, the darkness, the strength, and the fire of love cease at the same time. End of section 26.